Hi, I'm Spencer. And I'm Blake. Welcome to Weekly Jump, presented as part of the Geekly Grind Podcast Network. This is our weekly episode reviewing first impressions of newer anime and manga titles. Let's jump in. Hey everybody, we are back with a new Weekly Jump, which is surprising because we took last week off and... uh, Quite unexpectedly. Yeah, so... (laughs) Yeah, so that happened. Um, With all that being said, though, uh, I'll I'll go ahead and jump right off at the very beginning with our our new giveaway, which is the DVD of Memories. It's it's an animated anime film. It's a song from the uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber musical Cats. Yeah, it's it's that. That's what it is. well, no, it's it's actually just a really awesome animated movie, and uh, we're giving it away because we have the DVD of it sent to us by the wonderful people at the Geekly Grind. Um, oh, wow! So if you want that, the keyword is I remember. You can put whatever you want at the end of it. Um, you can say I remember. I remember when I lost my mind. Um, you could say, uh, "I remember the memories all alone in the moonlight," uh, as as you as you talked about from from cats. Um, yeah, you remember that episode of the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt where they talk about how cats <laughs> is just a a, a yeah. fake show on Broadway where it was just a bunch of desperate actors that just got on stage and started acting stuff out. <laughs> yep. So good. That episode's great. Anyways. That show's great. Let's talk about two things that I hated. (laughs) (laughs) Today, we're going to be covering a manga that we picked at random and an anime that was recommended us by one of our Discorders. Oh, man. It's such a bummer that this was recommended to us because, man, oh, man, (laughs) do I dislike this anime. Let's... Let's... Let's do the let's anime do the first. first. No, oh, no, do... I was going to say manga. Okay. I think the anime has more saving grace, so I want to save it for a second. Okay, okay. Well, tell us, Blake, what what was in our page flips because it was uh, it was something that made me never want to flip a page again. <laughs> Yui Kamio, let's loose. Oh my god, uh, boy, does she! This is if Wikipedia is to believe. To be believed, it's a manga series written by Hiroshi Shibashi, uh, serialized in Weekly Jump. It only ran in the year of 2019 for a total of 36 chapters, uh, published across four volumes. And this guy is also known for the being the creator of Nura Rise of the Yokai Clan, which is a series, a manga series that I think looks really cool and that I've been wanting to read for many years. But if you have read my recent review of Hellward and Higuma, that does not really say anything about how I'm going to think, how good I think it will be ultimately. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, I just, I, I was just, I, I looked at the, the front of this and I was like, okay, so it might be fun. So here's mm-hmm. your premise. The, the premise of this manga is, by the way, the first couple of pages make no sense in comparison to the first chapter. So just uh, be prepared for that. Um, well, I mean, kind of their backstory, but it's not presented quite well. It's not presented well at all. Um, and so it, it turns out there is is a girl 
Um, and this girl is fawned over by all the boys. Um, and also all of the boys are being fawned over by all the girls. Um, it's just, there's well, especially so, one boy. There's just, it's just so silly. This is so like high schooly drama. It it's, it, it's a show. It's a show that would be on the CW, but like not in a prime time <laughs> slot. Like it, it, it would be. It would be like at, uh, before Supernatural. Um, it's just it's I, I don't like it at all. Anyways, okay. so the so- premise is <laughs> there's a girl. You, you got you really got lost in the weeds. She's there, gonna man. <laughs> she's gonna go wild. Don't worry about it. If it, they're gonna so put on a you, hair hair tie on her, and when her hair ties a- on, she's got white hair and she's demure. <laughs> but when her hair ties comes off, she's gonna turn into a raging bitch. <laughs> yeah, the the girl is named Yui Kamio. She is a I think that I'm starting to learn the term cindere. It's a term that I don't I'm never quite sure I have the right uh the right um definition in my head and I'm saying what I'm intending to say when I use the term cindere, but I believe a cindere is a sort of like very aggressive violent uh, girl archetype that shows up in a lot of like romance manga where she is, she's sort of like violent and crazy, but then when you're alone with her, she can be like really sweet and sensitive. And and it's that contrast that makes things spicy and interesting. Um, and I think she's that when she has black hair and then when she's white hair, I don't know what the term is for it, but it's the sort of like, I don't know if you were throwing a female character into an anime using the most stereotypical female character. She is an astonishingly beautiful girl who does not seem to know or care that she is astonishingly beautiful and is exceedingly polite and demure. Uh, She's just the the most standard anime girl I can think of. Um, The reason that she changes back and forth is because she has a, a magical hair tie. It's like a chain. I think it's a. I think it's a Japanese religious sim- symbol, but I am super just inferring that. Uh, and when her hair's tied up, she's white haired, super demure. When it, when the chain comes off, she turns into a black hair and she is really aggressive and like starting fights and shit. And so I got the impression that she was like a vampire or demon or something from the prologue scene that Spencer mentioned. Uh, but it is so vague that it's unclear. And then in the rest of the first chapter and in the other two chapters that I read, she just turns into an aggressive girl. Like it's just a personality swap. She does not seem to have any special powers. She does absurd things, but they don't seem, they don't seem absurd beyond this being a manga that is supposed to make you laugh. Uh, It doesn't seem like she's exhibiting any superpowers or doing anything that other characters could not do. Uh, and in fact, she's she's swarmed by a group of people who are mad at her because in her black hair form, she makes a bad name for herself. But people don't necessarily recognize her when she's in her white haired form. And so the hair tie coming off is a bad news because then she's uncontrollable. She's kind of like going after the first thing that catches her attention and she's probably going to start some shit. Uh, but when she's in her white haired form, she's very in control and very just kind of like going with the flow of what she's supposed to be doing, which is being in high school. And she has a friend and it seems like the friend will be the main character, but that's wrong. Uh, the friend is her long suffering, long time best friend who 
knows about her secret and it basically seems to spend all of her waking hours uh, including the hours before Yui Kamio wakes up, uh, tying her hair up so that she does not run amok, and then panicking and trying to tie her hair up when she does run amok. Uh, and this poor girl, that's about all you know about her in the first three chapters, because she gets shunted to the side for a handsome rich boy who is a total dick. Uh, and he's actually the main character, I think, based off of the first three chapters. Oh, yeah, he uh, sucks. He's like... Yeah, he really sucks. And am I supposed to like him? Because I don't. Um, he's His whole thing is that he's rich and he's handsome. And he's, I don't know, kind of looking for a, a girl to to have a romance with. But he thinks that all the regular girls at school are too plain or whatever. And then Yui Kamio and her white-haired form comes along. And she catches his attention. And then through a series of misadventures... Uh, they find out that uh, he he is exposed to the fact that she turns into the black haired form uh, and kind of has a crush on that version too. And it seems like he has complicated emotions about which version of her she he likes and also whether or not he likes her at all. And also whether or not, whether or not he likes her at all is enough to get over the hump of this complicated magical nonsense that's going on with her. And yeah, I don't know. <sighs> It's just a lot of stuff that I don't like. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a real it's a real hodgepodge of terrible tropes and it's it's very it's very forgettable the moment you close it except for that bad taste that's in the back of your mouth like you ate you know really old stuff out of your fridge. So let me I will say my time in the fan fiction community has shown me, and I'm I'm experiencing this a little bit. I think I mentioned recently that I've really fallen for a, a few tropes. I'm not much of a trope lover, although I guess you could find plenty of exceptions to that. There's definitely like comedic bits that I always enjoy seeing. So maybe maybe I'm giving giving myself too much credit here, but usually I like I like a story to be more surprising than a lot of super tropey stories are. And I think that anime and manga more often than not is really tropey. And I think that's part of the draw for a lot of people is that if you like, if you like this cute romance story set in a high school, you will probably like this other anime that is also a cute romance story set in a high school, because it's basically going to be a lot of the same beats with very slightly different characters. And so I think the joy of tropes is that if you find something you like, all you have to do is find another thing that does that trope without subverting it, and you will get the thing you like again, but it will feel fresh and new. So it allows you to it allows you to have the excitement of re-watching something where you know what happens and you know that what happens is something you're gonna enjoy without actually literally knowing what's going to happen. So you yeah. get to like walk this line between re-watching and seeing something for the first time because you are seeing something for the first time, but you sort of know what's happened. If you know what's going to happen, if you know the trope and the impression that I get of Yui Kamio Let's Loose is that it's that. So if you think that this trope, the Sundere thing, which I I'm by no means an expert on Sundere's, but I, I do think that the black haired Yui Kamio is her. And I do get the impression, although the first three chapters are really all over the place. Is this yeah. about the rich guy being into her? Is this about the black-haired version getting into shenanigans? 
what's happening? So I, I can't quite tell you if this is a romantic, I think it's a romantic comedy, but I can't tell you what, what carries more weight in the story. It's not super clear, but it's only 36 chapters. If this sounds like it might be interesting to you, I think you're going to really enjoy it because I don't think it's trash. I don't think it's so poorly made. I do think like Spencer and I already alluded to that the prologue is a little too vague for its own good and does not seem to be explained, at least in the first three chapters of the content. And in fact, I would say seems to be contradicted a little bit. Like she's shown in her black haired form, having been like hunted down by a group of priests who have now trapped her and are like locking her away using this magic. So something serious seems to be going on. But then when she actually turns into a black haired form later in that chapter and in the other two chapters, she's just a rambunctious girl. Uh, So I don't get it. But if this is your trope, I think you'll like this. And with that in mind, I'm going to say it's not bad, but I didn't enjoy it at all. Yeah. Okay. With all of that being said, let's go ahead and go into our screen time, which is now that I'm remembering how much I hated Yui Kamio Let's Loose, I, I have uh, fonder memories of this, Yeah, which is See? Baka and Test <laughs> Summon the Beasts. This was suggested to us by uh, one of our uh, people on our Discord, Wonderlump. Um, and uh, this show, I, here's the biggest reason I didn't like it. And, and the biggest reason it's going to come up pretty quickly is that... Th- most of the show is about the humor of these ridiculous high school that they're inside of. Um, however, the humor is, I, I literally laughed one time and it was at the very beginning of the show. And then for the rest of it, I was like, Oh, this is supposed to be funny. And when something is supposed to be funny, you shouldn't think, Oh, this is supposed to be funny. You should laugh. And if you don't laugh, it is not the humor for you. And I think that's why it was a huge miss. The thing that made me laugh the most was at the very beginning, he comes out and he's just like, look, I underestimated you. I underestimated your your true talent and nature. And what it turns out is that it you are actually a much bigger idiot than I thought you were. Go to <laughs> yeah. class F. Um and then that feels the, like a joke we would have written. Yeah, it's it's very it it's that's a very funny joke at the very beginning of it. But after that, it goes into some high school tropes. There's you know um, a character that's obsessed with looking up girl skirts. Um, there <sighs> are the uh, kind of in a funny way. I hate to say because I don't like that trope, mm-hmm. but I I did actually think that they did it in a humorous way, even though I still contend that they should not do it at all. Yeah, um, there's you know the. The boy that is uh, obviously going to be the main character, and he's just kind of a little bit out of it and weird, um, but at the same time, Uh. he's trying to keep it together. And then the girl that he's obviously going to be in love with, and then the other girl who's just angry all the time, and then the boy that everybody keeps on being confusing as a girl. but all of this, all of this, and the laid back guy who doesn't yeah. care about anything, but is kind of talented secretly. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. So the premise, Baka and Test, I think is, I think Baka here is idiot, and Test is because this is a series centered around taking tests in high school, because the high school they go to is super stratified in resources. 
based on your test score. So if you score really high, you have like a state of the art high school experience. And then as you go down, there are like distinct differences in the quality uh, and availability of your resources. And so at the at the bottom end, they have like old, outdated desks that are broken and like nothing else. They just have that in a room with a blackboard. And so the char- the focus is on characters who are in the last place class. But the school has a special system, which is um, I think they have a name for it, but I, I don't know that I'd be able to find it in this Wikipedia article. You can basically declare a a battle. It's like a class war. Your- yeah, yeah, which it really is. Uh, the The commentary is thin here, but um, you can declare you can declare a war between your class and another class, and whichever class wins gets to take the equipment of the losing class. Yeah, and you get to um, battle as your avatar. Your avatar is like a yeah. little chibi version of yourself. And and let me tell uh, you, the fav- my favorite thing about this show is that premise. When I when they explained the premise at the beginning of the show, I was like, this is interesting. I'm really excited because I am shown in trash. And so characters battling in a weird environment and probably with potentially interesting powers is cool. What this actually boils down to is Yu-Gi-Oh! without any of the drama. Yep. <laughs> uh, in and Yu-Gi-Oh! also way more test taking than I really want to listen to. Where they're just yeah, like, but the test taking take a math test. But the math test, you don't, the math test sort of happens off screen. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. It's not educational. You don't learn anything. Like, you don't see them taking the tests outside of, there was one part where, like, a character did not know the correct date of Japanese history because they had mislearned it. And that was crucial. And I did not know that Japanese history either. So it washed over me. And it seemed, the way that they presented it, it seemed like the kind of thing that everybody knows. Um, and so I, I, this is not, it's not cells at work where you come away being like, I kind of learned something like definitely I would need to, you know, double check what I learned to make sure that I, that all of it was actually factual, but like it's based off of science and I'm learning something like the test taking is just a a plot device. And it is, it's only relevance is that when you go into these like digital realm, chibi battles, your avatar has a power an attack strength based on your test scores. And in this universe, tests are timed and they have an unlimited question. So you can get scores that go past 100 based on how quickly you can answer questions and how many questions you get right, of course. And so like you, that's interesting. But at the end of the day, like these characters don't have special powers. There are no caveats. And as at least in the first three episodes, there's no team up attacks. So you can't, you can't take your two scores, your two ninety scores and put them together into a power of of one eighty. And so if somebody comes along with a 92, they beat both of you without breaking a sweat. Yeah. It's the impression that I got. And that may not be true, but it, it's not clear. And the thing is like, what's so exciting about this is like, how do these characters pull together to become, you know, a group that's working together to encourage each other to get better scores so that they can battle. And the other thing is they keep bringing up strategy. There's no strategy. The strategy yeah. is have a higher score. That's yeah. it. And they're already stratified based off of having higher scores. 
And so like the people in the lower class have to get better scores on their tests, which they can do. And tests are like something that the students can call for in order to be prepared for these battles. And, and so like, I don't know, it turns out that one girl had like low blood sugar or something. And so she got a bad test, a bad score on the placement exam, but she actually is really smart and really good at taking tests. She just had a bad day. So she's their ringer. And when she shows up, the battle shifts in favor of the protagonists. And that's about all the complexity of the battles is like when she's going to show up, but it doesn't matter how many people are beat it beaten. It just matters like who's left standing at the end. So if you know, she's going to show up, you know, they're going to win. And then in one fight, she doesn't show up. They don't win. And there's just no tension. Yeah. And the battles are not, they're not battles. They're, you know, comparing which number is higher based on numbers that we don't know going into it. And that, have no bearing on like the, it's just there's no character to this like the the fights are, might as well be a completely separate thing and they're not interesting i will say i thought some of the comedy was fine as somebody who doesn't like anime comedy i thought that this was better than a lot of the stuff we've been watching recently yeah uh from a comedic standpoint but it is drastically bogged down by the action sequences that are atrocious and boring and also there was a lot of gay panic in these, which I know is a cultural thing, but was not super fun for me to watch. So that also hindered it a lot in my review. I think that this is not, unless you are a diehard anime comedy fan that just like the sort of standard type of comedy that you find in anime comedy is your whole jam. I don't think there's anything here for you. And I would also say that even if you are that person, I would exhaust other options before coming to this because the plot element of them having these battles that have like no, no special rules or, or anything that allows them to have any kind of tension outside of the author wants this side to win. Then I don't, I don't think it's worth it. And I think it takes too much away from the rest of the episode. That's about these characters becoming friends with each other and having comedic hijinks like that that part's interesting but it's taken away from so much by the actual premise of the show that i don't think it's worth it unless you're just out of stuff to watch yeah i i would say that my my last takeaway on it is that i i think if you if you're somebody who likes high school hijinks um this is this is going to be one that you might you might play around with but I will say that we have covered better high school hijinks shows on this podcast before. And I would say if you're if you're somebody that's looking for something like that, this one would definitely be on the low end of that totem pole. Um, so go back through some of our catalogs if you want to and find some of those. Um, I think the best high school hijinks one that we have covered probably still inside of this anime universe is i don't know what what would you what would you put at the very top of that um uh i mean it being a category that i don't generally enjoy the one i enjoyed the most was the sobia sobase which i thought was really good yeah i probably Uh, would put that at the very top Uh, i i don't i don't think uh keep your hands off isokin is gonna be like high school hijinks but like yeah that's not gonna scratch the same itch for most people i Mm -hmm. would say yeah 
But mm. uh, Asabi Azobase, I, I would say, scratches more of that itch and also is uh, hands and feet funnier Michijou. than this show. Um, yeah. Michijo, I think, is in the same universe as this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I just... I. Like I said, I think that there are better options that can scratch the same itch. And the only reason you should watch this is if you're out of those options and you need something new rather than to rewatch a better thing. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, stick with us after these credits and we'll talk about another important life lesson. Blake and Spencer Get Jumped is made by Forever Summer Productions and presented as part of the Geekly Grind podcast network. Sound editing is done by Rashad English. He's our level 13 sound wizard. 13? Did he jump even more levels? He gained a lot of experience by defeating the Dark Lord of Smooth Jazz. Do you mean Chuck Mangione from King of the Hill? Rashad is the King of the Hill now. Damn it, Bobby. Anyway, our podcast is ad-free, and if you want to keep it that way, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Follow us on Twitter at B&S Get Jumped. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Blake and Spencer Get Jumped. Or talk to us on Reddit at reddit.com slash r slash getjumped. Also, we have a Discord server. You can find the links to that on all of our social media platforms. If you like the show, please like, subscribe, and leave a review. Reviews help other listeners find our show. New review episodes come out every Monday, and new rewatch episodes appear every Friday. And hey, thanks for listening. Hello, my name is Jeremy Snow, owner and editor-in-chief of The Geekly Grind. We interrupt your awesome, regularly scheduled programming to ensure you're aware of The Geekly Grind podcast network, of which this show is a treasured member of. If you haven't had a chance to check out our site, you can do so at thegeeklygrind.com, and while you're there, take a look at the other members of our steadily growing podcast family, including the anime-centric Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, discovering new heroes on comic book keepers with Chris and Lance, exploring the vast universe of geekdom with Geeksploration, or appreciating animation's finer details with JD's Ink and Paint Club. Escape your weekly grind at the Geekly Grind. We'll see you next week, and until then... What number is higher than two? If you said one, you're an idiot. Glow to class F. If you said any number that's actually higher than two, congratulations, you've won your class battle. (laughs) 